Hi there, I'm Tom D'Antoni. Yep, we're in our new home for coffee shop conversations, Catfish Lou's, an actual music club. It's at 2460 Northwest 24th Avenue, and for the past two years, it has won the Muddy Award for Best Venue from the Cascade Blues Association. And what better way to kick off what we hope is a nice, long, and happy run here than the great blues guitarist, singer, composer, producer, Terry Robb. He's got a new album coming out called Confessing My Dues, with some interesting new twists, as well as fine playing we've come to expect from Terry. So, let's talk to Terry Robb. Who knows what'll happen? You just got back from Texas. I did. I was in San Antonio playing a few shows, and we did a little sightseeing, did the River Walk, uh-huh. and went to the Alamo. Cause went to the Alamo. When I was a kid, I was an Alamo fanatic for some reason. Probably had something to do with the movies more than anything. Did you have a, did you have a coonskin cap? I did. So did I. And I almost bought another one <laughs> yesterday, but my wife said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be p- totally politically incorrect now. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Many levels. Fess Parker. Fess Parker and then John Wayne, and then um, uh, who, uh, there's another guy who played it, too. Yeah, yeah. It was a well. That was actually right. a fairly recent. Sterling movie. Hayden. Sterling he did a Hayden. good one. Yeah. Sterling was, Hayden, yeah. the only man to play both Davy Crockett and Jim Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and don't forget Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, he yeah. was in Doctor Strangelove. Yeah. Correct. Well, that guy, guy got around. Oh, he was great. He was. <laughs> so, were you playing solo? Yes, I usually go on the road as a solo. Yeah, because uh, I like yeah. to do that. And my wife comes with me, and uh, economically, it works. Pretty good. Yeah, get to yeah. take a little. It's not a. It's a working vacation. You, you get to sightsee, but you know you got to work. Got to work. We try to spend a little time, you know, looking at the sights, so we're just not, you know, airport hotel or yeah. car hotel. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's in New York because I love New York. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I was there in the f- in just before Christmas, and it's you know New York's great. <laughs> yeah, what else is there to say, Tom? <laughs> you don't ever do the song Davy Crockett, do you? <laughs> you know that was uh, yeah. No, I haven't. But no, you know it. I do. And Everybody, Daniel yeah. Boone was the song. Daniel Boone was a man that was written by oh, Randy yeah. Newman's. Is uncle. that right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> King of the Wild Frontier. King of the Wild, wild Frontier. Just going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I guess we should start at the top and talk about this new record. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. you got some jazz guys on this record. Well, yeah, you know, I, I wrote some songs that uh, are pieces in themselves, some solo tunes. And uh, and then I wanted to do some write some songs where there's a lot of improvisation mm-hmm. and just kind of go at it, you know, because you know, aside from being influenced by blues and in old timey country music, and mm-hmm. there's I've always been really influenced by jazz. I'm not a jazz musician, but I like jazz songs, and mm-hmm. and I've been influenced by their approach. Yeah. So and I love the way Captain plays, of course. Yes. And Gary Hobbs and I. Been kind of wanting to play together for a long time. Did he play traps or? or he or played cajon? traps. He, a lot of times he plays cajon. You know, he was playing. Yeah. He was going at it, and nice. you know, he has a really interesting w- way he approaches things. And we were both kind of oddball in the way he approached things, and it uh-huh. was just so much fun. And you know, you know, I listen to such a wide variety of music, but going to the studio, I happened to have in my car 
uh, all the uh, a CD of all the other Knights of Hendrix at the Band of Gypsies. Yeah. So it kind of came out that way. Uh-huh. You know, like uh-huh. the last record kind of had the sound of um, Marty Robbins because I was listening to him on the way to the <laughs> studio. I don't know. How, that's funny how that happens to him. <laughs> you know, it you know, had a little softer sound to it. But we, we improvised and had a great time playing off of each other yeah. and Captain's holding it down. Yeah. And I'm I'm really happy with the record. I think it really represents a lot of who I am at this point. Great. He didn't bring his ventriloquist dummy, did he? We've been begging him to do that. In I, fact, I, I wish he would do that at our record release party. I've been asking him to do that <laughs> to open the let show. Me, let me let me vote on that one. I, I'll t- tell him I I, I I vote that he brings it. I will, please. Yeah, <laughs> I maybe I'd tell him he can't play unless he brings it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's it. got like three different dummies now. Too. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You can't. You can't play. You can't get paid. That's right. Right. <laughs> bring right, it down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are these? How are the songs with the, with the band different from the other songs on the album? Cause well, you, I try to tie them all together. I mean, mm-hmm. the other there's some more ragtime instrumental sort of things. Um, there's a song with the band that has a few different time changes. But uh, you know, and then there's kind of a lowdown uh, hooker kind of blues thing with the band. Uh-huh. But, you know, I have some ragtime tunes-type songs, and then Fahey-esque, of course. I noticed. Yeah, and yeah. I wrote all the songs, except for the, the, the there's a medley called Now Vestipal, uh-huh. and that has part of one of John's songs, and Robert uh-huh. Wilkins in a traditional song. So, yeah. Hmm. Try, you try to make it all sound like you, you know, and yeah. a lot of that comes in with the mixing and... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um so uh uh, uh the, it, it's it's so weird that Fahey has kind of just faded out. He hasn't. The young people are way Is that right? into him. Oh yes, sir. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Really, young people have discovered him and ah. if you go on the internet they're talking about him all the time and Discovering his old records and, and analyzing stuff. And discovering you at the same time. Yeah, it's nice. And yeah. I have to, you know, I, I listen, I watch some of these things sometimes, I, not very often, but I sometimes I have to correct people on some things because I remember, <laughs> this, you'll get a kick out of this. There's a song we recorded when I produced one of his records called Atlantic High, and all these people were talking about this is John's interpretation or his feelings towards the environment and what's happening to the oceans. Uh-huh. And, you know, I usually don't chip in, but I had to say something like, listen, everybody, the original title of that song was William F. Buckley. The label changed it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something people don't know about him. Yeah, he liked Buckley. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why? Because he know. could speak English. I understand he, that part. You know, yeah. he was, Buckley and Arthur Miller and Allen Ginsberg were all, all really interesting people the way they spoke regardless yes. of what they were talking about correct they had a great command in the English Absolutely. language right yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, sometimes they're all on the same show together too probably <laughs> Hope, hopefully yeah um uh uh the the medley on here mm-hmm. um what, what are the what, what are the, the parts of that well it's called now vestible vestible mm-hmm. is an open tuning an open d and you play these certain songs in that tuning and the first part is uh, section is one that I wrote, no particular title. And then it goes into John Fahey's arrangement of, of uh, John Henry. Uh-huh. And then I do the traditional song that Sam McGee did called um, Poor Boy Long Ways From Home. And then Robert Wilkins' That's No Way To Get Along or Prodigal Son that uh-huh. I think the Rolling Stones even covered yeah, at one yeah, point. Yes, yeah, yeah. They did yeah. a pretty good job, too. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Well, yeah. 
They were blues guys. Jimmy Miller made good records. He was yeah. a great producer, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They really were blues guys, though. Oh, they absolutely. Were, they were they devoted were. to it. Uh, so uh, it's like yeah. maybe around the same time they, they were sitting around with listening to blues records at the same time you and Alan Hager were sitting around listening to blues <laughs> yeah. records. Yeah, I was listening to quite a, a lot of blues records. My cousin turned me on to him quite a bit. Uh-huh. You know, my brother, they were older than me, and yeah. that's where I learned a lot about all those old guys. Yeah. I, I had Alan Hager do one of these, mm-hmm. and I had no idea that he was a classical guitarist. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, nobody knows that. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know that, but yeah. Well, I know you know yeah. that. Cause he you, went on to study classical music, and I went on to Berkeley. play with Ramlin' Rex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, uh, I, I can never figure out why he never performed classical here. Well, you have to ask him. I don't know. Well, I did ask him, and I didn't get a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Just sort of shook his head. No, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know him. I do. <laughs> Very well. Since I was 12, I think, yeah. 12? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What's that? What, what happened? What do you mean? What, when you just, did the two of you discover blues together? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, he, I kind of turned him on to a lot of uh, uh-huh. blues. Yeah. And then he got it, and he turned me on. We just we grew up together, you know. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, check this out. Hey, check this out, you know, and that sort of thing. Hang on after school playing blues? We played, well, not just blues. I mean, no. rock and roll. I remember I really yeah. liked Steppenwolf and, uh, you know, and yeah. Cream. Yeah. Loved, loved Queen. Canned Heat was my favorite band. I think I turned him on to Canned Heat. Is that right? Yeah. And, yeah. and he turned me on to some stuff. I mean, he was, we just, we used to go to each other's house and just play all day and all night. And then we had a band in high school and yeah. know, we were kind of influenced each other, I wow. think. And now he's got a little, uh, now he's got a little bit of a hit with Curtis. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I come out, dog. Um, um, uh, 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 Oh, it's about a dog dying. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my yeah, dog yeah, yeah. Uh, won't live longer. Right, right, yeah. I, w- I want my dog to live longer. I think Curtis has been doing that for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah but now that. every every time they play somewhere, they ask for it. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it's a cute song. <laughs> it is a yeah. cute song. Right. Yeah. Um, I played on my radio show. Karen. And I played uh, I played uh, uh, Butch Hill and Stomp on the radio oh, show. Oh, great. Yeah, Butch Holler Stomp. Butch yeah. Holler Stomp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name of the cat that was at the studio, his name was Butch. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, and he was meowing a lot. So, <laughs> Did yeah. you get any of it in the tune? No. Oh. I know. I geez. know. I know. Should so. have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, so... Uh, the um uh how, how has how, how has your singing evolved over the years cuz you're not known as a singer but you are no, a singer i i i think it's but gotten you, better i don't yeah. really like to sing that much people kind of yeah. insist that i do yeah, and there are yeah. people that like it um i just try to sing songs that i know i can sing Really, oh, that makes yeah. sense. You know, I, no, I'm, you know what I mean. I'm not going to be able yeah. to belt out any yeah. Otis Redding or anything, and but I kind of approach it more of as a country singer than trying to uh-huh. sing like a blues singer. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, you is know, that like, right? Yeah, I love Hank Snow and people like that. Huh. That's kind of how I huh. approach things, and so it's just not all blues. Yeah, stuff you know. Yeah, you yeah. know me. I have a huge influence of different kinds of music. Oh, sure. And, and country music is a big part of it. And I like the way those guys sing. So you know, yeah. Ray Price and those kind of guys. Not that I can sing like them, but that's kind of more where I'm coming from. I think it fits more my voice. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much of a range. So. And but you had your Mahavishnu period. 
That was a great record. That was a good Muddy record. Muddy Vishnu. Yeah. yeah, I like that record. Yeah, The new record to me, my wife said, this is like acoustic Muddy Vishnu. <laughs> you know, because I, I mixed it really loud. I wanted it to be really big and loud yeah, and, and yeah. stand on it so that you, know, you can rock out to acoustic music. Uh-huh. You know. That's great. Yeah, That's well, great. thank you. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, you, you, you've always been built for speed, like McLaughlin. <laughs> I like, yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with playing fast. Uh, nobody seemed to be on Coltrane's case about that or Charlie Parker. <laughs> uh, and But I like to play slow, too. I play whatever I feel at the moment is needed. Uh-huh. And also, people had a tendency to play how they speak, and I kind of speak fast in spurts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. good. That's good. Um, I, when I saw a heart, heart made of steel, I, I you know, you know, what I, I, I immediately thought of was heart like a wheel. Oh right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was a song. I had an album called Heart Made of Steel on Brentside, yeah. and yeah. I just re-recorded the song. Yeah, and yeah. Originally, it was a big band. Uh huh. And so I just brought it down to a trio i know i remember that i have it i, I know played it do. on the radio a lot of people do that <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah. ellington would re-record his songs sure. you know uh, john yeah, yeah dylan i mean yeah oh dylan yeah <laughs> and yeah. everyone is different absolutely Each what, and everyone is different that's what's so cool about him <laughs> even when you walk away scratching your head and when you get home you go hey you know that was pretty cool yeah because he's always yeah. kind of a step ahead of you yeah yeah, yeah. I I tell you, you know, the, the, I think one of, we've found out in the past year that one of the greatest Dylan interpreters of all time is Betty Levette. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. Um, I always thought it was interesting that he was always proposing to Mavis Staples. Yes, <laughs> but he always missed Betty Levette. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very cool. Yeah, yeah I, I Dylan has always been a favorite. Yeah, you know, I think if there's one person, people always ask me, "Who would you like to play with?" I would say it would be him. Is that right? Yeah, of anybody. Uh, yeah. What would you like to play with him? Whatever he'd want. Whatever he wants. Really, <laughs> Bob. Whatever you want. Whatever you're doing, I'm along. If you're doing your Sinatra thing, I know the chords. Well, you know. kick off on the one, Bob. Yeah, right. <laughs> he always has a great band too. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the first Dylan you heard? Was it was, uh, it, was it the first album? That one, um, the one that like that really weird first album. That, that no, the the covers, the ones with fixing to die. No, yeah. I don't think I heard that first. I think I heard f- f- some of Free Wheeling. Oh yeah, uh, but you know, I'm at the age where um, uh, like a Rolling Stone was yeah. a hit on the radio, and I was listening to the radio a lot. Imagine then. that. I know. I mean, imagine that. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> and that's why like when everybody got all upset about him being electric. I wasn't a, I was too young to know that he was a folky really first. It was ah. just it wasn't any yeah. different than like the Beatles or anybody else on there that had acoustic guitars and a band behind him and yeah. the Everly Brothers or anything. Right. You know, it was it was on pop radio. <laughs> yes. so, and, and there was all yeah. kinds of music like that that had all that yeah. sort of thing yeah. on it. Yeah. So oh no, this is a cool song. <laughs> you know. Do you ever play any Dylan in your shows? Yeah, I've done a few of his songs. Absolutely. Like what, yeah, what you, it what? takes a lot to laugh, takes a train to cry. Oh, yeah. That's one I always oh, yeah, liked. And yeah, yeah. It seems like there's another one I used to do. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. My wife's a big Dylan fan, so I, uh, I hear him around the house all the time. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she always wants to see him, but he never, he, God, she, the last couple of years, he's always in Europe. All right. Remember that radio show he did? Did you ever hear any oh, of those? Oh, it was cool. I've man. got, I've got, um, I, yeah. I, I recorded every, like the first two years of them. Yeah. They're amazing. He played like Garfield Acres and really yeah. obscure blues guys that yeah. only me and a handful of people know about. Right, right, yeah. right. Alan would know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't do it anymore, huh? No, I, he, I think he did two years, and you know, 
Yeah, yeah, he is. He runs. It runs his course, and then yeah. he's on. I mean, right. I don't think he's doing his uh, crooner thing anymore either. Well, I hope, um, hopefully. Well, I liked it. Oh, and, I thought it was great. You know, I, I love the Christmas album too. Christmas album, yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody. You know, did you ever do a Christmas album? Quite a few, Tom. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I did like a number of them with Fahey. Oh yeah. Oh, oh the Fahey yeah. is, is very famous. Yeah, and then one of them we did of duets. Seemed like every time John signed a new contract, the record label wanted a Christmas <laughs> album because it would didn't have to pay for royal for you know oh, right. licensing and right, also. Right. It was a sure seller. Yeah. And then I did one for the Oregon Catholic Press. Yep. That I, yep. I, yeah, it's a good I record. That, and yeah. then I did an album of hymns for them as well. Uh-huh. And I produced a couple other Christmas records. So we were starting to run out of Christmas songs there. Well, yeah. John and I. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. I remember like we were sitting around going, what do we, we got, we need one more song. And then we came up with the Chipmunk song was the only <laughs> song we could think of. <laughs> you know, at KMHD, they don't, they don't, they don't let us play Christmas songs until like two weeks before Christmas. Oh, like the old a, days. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Yeah, like the old days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. seeing Christmas stuff for sale in right. September last that year. There's one, one FM station here. I think it's is it Charlie or whatever. It's 97. Yeah. They start playing Christmas music in around before Thanksgiving, and that's all they play. Yeah, they play it that's right it. after Halloween. Yeah. yeah. No, I listen to it in the car. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but and they kind of play the same ones, too, yes, Johnny yes, Mathis. And yes, they don't, yeah, yes. the same ones over and over again. I, I got to play this year my one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time, Christmas in Jail. Christmas in Jail, yeah. <laughs> right. There's a, there's a, quite a few cool blues Christmas songs. Poor guy yeah. was poor guy got pulled over for drinking and driving. Right. right. It's right. been Christmas in Jail. Christmas in Jail. Santa Claus <laughs> played Sunboy Williamson. I used to do that. I do that one with the Guitar Summit, as a matter of fact. Is that right? Yeah. So the, the guitar summer is still three guys? Three guys. Yeah. We mostly play Christmas, you know, because we're so yeah. busy the rest of the year. And we put out a Christmas record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, we usually, December's taken up with doing that. And we uh-huh. travel. We go to, we usually go to California, Los Angeles, around the uh, Sacramento area, and then yeah. play around here some. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll do the Walters Cultural Center in Hillsborough yeah. or, or yeah. the Lake Theater. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you guys there for, for the, doing your yeah. Christmas thing. Yeah. It's always it's, nice. It's, it's always very really nice. fun. It's very nice. It's, it's very fun nice. to play that music, and yeah. it's all arranged, so it's, it's a real ensemble sort of playing. And yeah. You've got to be yeah. on your toes. If one guy misses his part, you know, hold on. <laughs> what do you do? You fake your way through it. We're all gotten really good at it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody can tell. No, but we, uh, you know, you can tell. I know you can. We tell. all feel bad about it. Like, I hey, know man, that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I sorry understand. too. Yeah, yeah. No, I you know, know. And then, I, I know. mean, that's what you take home, Tom. You have like the world's yeah. greatest gig. Yeah, sold out. <laughs> Everybody loved you. All the songs are great. You make one mistake. That's what you're thinking about when you go to bed that night. Of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. No, anybody who who does that kind of stuff is, is is no matter what you do if it's writing or any kind of any kind of right. creative thing. Right. You know, and the thing yeah. the other thing is that people don't understand. Right. is how many great things come out of of uh, coincidence. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You just stumble across something and you just and it, oh that was good. Absolutely. I think I'll use that. <laughs> yeah. 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 You get that when you write songs. Somebody says something, you go, oh, man, that's a cool little line there. You know? <laughs> you know, one time I was doing a TV story on David Vest. Oh, and I David. Shot, and I shot yeah. two different gigs, right? Uh, at two different locations and the same song. And one of them had, the music was absolutely magnificent. The audio was perfect and the video sucked. Oh. And then the other one was the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works like that sometimes. And I said, 
hey, listen, why don't we try to, why don't we just lay in the other the other audio? And it was perfect. Yeah. Every note, every 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 movement of his hand, everything was perfect. And it's just. He's a very consistent player, too. Sometimes you get lucky. Yeah, you know, I love David. He's a good friend of mine, and and I always see him when I go up to BC because I play up there quite a bit. And he wins all these awards, and he really deserves them. It's just awesome. Absolutely. Him and his wife are two really nice, nice people. Oh, they're wonderful people. Yeah, Yeah, he was lucky. He got got very lucky. (laughs) I did, too. I know you did. (laughs) You know, speaking of, like, coincidence or, or something that just happens is the title of my last record was cool on the bloom and i was uh-huh. trying to think of a title and my wife had sent some pictures to my uh, to her mother of flowers in our garden and uh-huh. she wrote back wow cool on the blooms and that's wow what a great title you know? yes <laughs> that's great yeah that's good um uh uh, yeah, David, when, David uh, won again this year for. He just uh, won like about a week ago or something. Maybe the song, Blues yeah. Maple Award. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to have you. Well, I'm, we're not done yet, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad to have you here. This is our first time. Oh, at Catfish Loose. At Catfish yeah, Loose. Right. You know, we're very happy to be here. Absolutely. It's nice and quiet. Yeah. And it's and it's uh, it's 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 not a it's not a, a, a BBC studio, uh, but configuration. It has but a nice New Orleans vibe to it. It does though. have it has nice a great and, vibe to it. Yeah. And it's got an old Portland vibe. Yes, it really does, which I right. love, right. absolutely love. And it's disappearing, and yeah, and yeah. it's a it's a it's a blues club. It is, you know, it really yeah. is. It's blues right. and soul, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so I'm, we're happy. We're happy to be here. I'm so yeah, glad. I'm very happy. Absolutely, to be here I because, am. Uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah, the old place we had to put up with really bad acoustics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, like a lot of big windows and things. Big, big yeah, windows. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Was, anyway, so we, we eventually figured it out. Yeah, but still, but know, still, it's still like, hold on a second. Very nice in here. The traffic's going by. It's, right. it's, it's kind of dark. It is because uh, it should be in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That's, that doesn't open until two. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, that's why we're here. That's right. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be or music else. playing right, in the background, right. and we'd be somewhere else. Right. Right. Tinkle tinkles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so where you been other than Texas? Where you been? Well, I've been traveling. This last year I was on the road a lot. That's I, I know. It took I, me I a while to finish the record because I'd record yeah. some tunes and take off. Yeah, Canada a lot, actually. Uh, back east, New York, um, Ithaca around there, the city, uh-huh. New York City. Um, uh, California like three times last year, you know, three or four times. And, uh-huh. and then around Oregon, Washington, Idaho, you know, so... Wherever they'll have me, Tom, I'll go. Yes. <laughs> Wherever they'll pay you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 You don't go out there for nothing. No, I can't do that. I have a mortgage. You know, it keeps you honest when you have a mortgage. Yeah. No. Um, um, what was I going to ask you? Well, I just just dropped right out of my head. How about that? I would like to maybe mention before. So I don't forget the the show. Go right ahead. Is that okay? Absolutely. Because I have it here. Okay. So this is what's happening on March first uh-huh. at six p.m. I'm doing an in store for Terry at Yay. Music Millennium, and we Terry all Terry was love, just did uh, did one of these last week. Oh, well, nobody better. Yeah. I mean, what a <laughs> yeah, what a supporter of the music. And there's going to be a limited edition of the CDs there for the fiftieth anniversary of my CD. Yeah. For the fiftieth anniversary of Music Millennium, yeah. I'm so honored that I'll be there that month because I went there yeah. when it opened in 1969 in March. Really? 
Yeah, they had Jimi Hendrix's burnt Stratocaster in the window from Monterey. So <laughs> Get out of here. Being 13 at the time, I had to go look at it. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, they did. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got it. But I know, really? <laughs> yeah, it was there. Did you, did you get to touch it? No, I, I, oh. was, I was a shy kid. Like, I'm yeah. a shy guy now. And yeah, I didn't, yeah. You know, I didn't want to yell that. But Wouldn't you just like to reach out? Not right now. That you could touch yeah, it. that would be cool. It would really be yeah. cool. Yeah. I've played some famous guitars. But anyways, yeah. so March 1st, I'll be doing an in-store there uh-huh. with that limited release of CDs and then on March 8th at 9pm I'm going to be at the Secret Society with the full band ah. with Dave and Gary and Adam Scramstad playing uh-huh. guitar uh-huh. and there'll be a, a limited release edition release there of the CD now on May 31st is the worldwide release of the CD All right. and that'll be uh, there's going to be a pre-order available on Apple Music, uh-huh. and if you order it, you get it this, a single of How a Free Man Feels, uh-huh. and that's available now. Yeah. And then you can go to TerryRob.com and Facebook, Instagram, and yeah. Terry Rob, that Terry Rob guitar. And we'll have that information up on the page. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me about that uh, that single. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, the, the the owner of the record label, his name is Stuart, and he had a a line, how a free man, I wish I knew how a free man feels. He said, can you uh-huh. do something with this? Huh. I said, sure, and I had some music that needed some lyrics, so I kind of went with that. He threw out another couple lines. I kind of put them all together, threw out some lines, and wrote a song. Hmm. Yeah. What's it about? Just about a man who wants to be liberated from things doesn't have necessarily have to be uh, physical. It could be mental. Uh-huh. I mean, it could psychological. I wish uh-huh. I knew how to be free. You know, how to live more of a peaceful life. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. inner peace, I guess. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah. I like to call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, the whole record's kind of about that. I mean, confessing my dues. Uh-huh. You know, what's that about? It's just about like you know, m- moving on. Here's mm-hmm. all the things that I kind of got to get over, get through and get you know I'm getting through with them now and I'm gonna, I want to move on and leave them behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the whole record's like that. Where I uh, at least all the vocal tunes are like that. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, when you do that, you you leave you have room for more things. That's right. Yeah, yeah you also live longer. Yeah, and unless you make the same mistakes all over again. That happens, <laughs> yeah, as we does, know, as we're sitting here right now, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, all you yeah. can do is try. That's right. You, <laughs> you can try. You can only do so much. Yes. Right. right. Um, uh, yeah, it's weird because I think aging is about loss. Oh, do you? Yeah. Really? I do. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And acceptance yeah. of loss. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like sometimes I have a hard time. Uh, or it's a little difficult when I, if I sit and I listen to like old Frank Sinatra records or something, uh-huh. or see some old movie because yeah. it makes me think of my parents or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's this, yeah. this sort of a melancholy to it all, right? You know, right? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I sit there and surrounded by you know the the you know a couple two three thousand LPs, mm-hmm. and I go, well, okay, there's going to come a time, and it's not going to be very far in the future mm. where they're going to have to go, oh, and I won't have them anymore, right? You know, mm-hmm. and then I've, I've got to find some way to deal with that. Right. You know? Right. And, uh, you know, especially ever since I got the old pacemaker. Oh, you got a pacemaker. I got a pacemaker. Oh, I'm glad for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. It keeps you 
keeps you honest. It does. <laughs> Absolutely does. Well, good for you. Uh, and, you know, I'm officially a cyborg. Right. You are. <laughs> I am. That's I am. right. That's true. Yeah. That's fine. Can you put up your phone? No. <laughs> I wish. I wish. You're right. I wish. Yeah. I had to ask the, have to ask the doctor if it was okay, because that's where my cat goes. Oh, to, to make right. make biscuits and eat yeah, on right. me, right? I, said, I right. have to ask the doctor. Is that okay? What do you say? He said fine. Oh, Don't good. worry about it. Yeah, yeah. good, good. <laughs> when did you have that done, Tom? Oh, it's been about three years. Oh, I didn't know that. Goodness. Oh, it's, it's easy. Oh. It's easy. Oh, I know. I know people who've had yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. Yeah. It's, uh, you just go get a check once a year, and right, and, and they and, and there's, there's, a, there's a record in there in that chip. Of everything you've done, it's like it's like Facebook. It's like yeah, right. It's, it's like you have an ankle like bracelet Facebook, on. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, you have a little electronic leash going on there, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like where were you on the night of uh, April fifteenth? No, I really wasn't doing that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it is. Yeah, right. You had a big spike. Right, right. <laughs> oh no, you were misbehaving. I'm surprised they don't have an image come up. No, see, there you are entering the bar right there. See, now it's two thir- fifteen, and you're still in there. <laughs> Funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How's your health? You doing all right? Good. You yeah. look good. Yeah, yeah. My health is good. Yeah, I just yeah. had my annual checkup, and and uh, it's like stop complaining. You're in good shape. <laughs> you know, you know, there'd be a few things like, well, how come this kind of hurts? That's yeah. just because you're old. Oh, you're old. Okay. oh, yeah, right, right. Live with I used it. to, I used to wonder why my grandmother made those sounds, <laughs> <laughs> and now I get out of a chair and go, oh, I'm my right. grandmother. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I get together with my friends. We talk about our health. We used to talk about, like, you know, right. BB King solos yeah. and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> That's absolutely true. What kind of amp so-and-so was using. Uh, How many guitars do you have? Oh, I got a bunch. You know, a lot of inexpensive guitars that I like. Um, I, have, I play a 1947 Martin 018. Uh-huh. And then I record the record with a Martin Triple Out Twenty Eight, which is I used to play that a lot. I used to use that with Sheila and everybody. I've wow. used, I've had it for years, and I got a few Martins. I have a John Fahey's D Seventy Six, wow, which is a famous picture of him holding that yeah. on the cover of one of his albums. And yeah. it's another thing that's on the internet a lot of what kind of guitars did John Fahey use, and, yeah. and yeah. people go on and on about oh this is so great, this is a guitar he used, and I have to say sometimes. He always told me he hated that guitar. That's why he got rid of it. And he sold it to Country Joe. You know, you know, you know. There's a real connection there with that whole San Francisco scene, Berkeley scene, with Country Joe and, and Fahey. Really? Yeah, because Ed Denson, who owned Tacoma Records with uh-huh. Fahey, was Country Joe's. I think he managed them or produced the first album. Oh, Sam, Sam Charters produced the first Country Joe record. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they took elements of Fahey stuff and put it in their albums. I never listened to them much, but now that I hear hear them, I go, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little primitive, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, do you have a favorite guitar? The, the, the 018 oh, okay. that I'm playing, the 1947. Yeah. 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 yeah, And I, you know, when I play electric guitar, I have a black, that old black 1960s Strat I play. Uh-huh. I still play electric, you know. I know, I know. You know what I do is I play with the Garcia birthday band. Really, and I have so much fun. Oh, I'm sure you oh, do. Oh, they're the greatest guys, and and I don't really know anything about the Grateful Dead, uh-huh. and I don't have an opinion about them one way or the other, really. Uh, but they do like a residency, uh-huh. you know, and they usually pick one night where they do blues, mm-hmm. and they have me come down and play with them. And I have a ball, Tom. I get to be like I was when I was young. I just somebody's <laughs> guitar player. Yeah, and yeah. I can play whatever I want, and they're good musicians, <laughs> and they're really sweet guys. It's so much fun. Well, I remember there was a, there was a time during sort of toward the end of grunge. Yeah. 
when you were the only guy out there playing Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, it's tough. Right. Yeah, I just like you were. You, had, yeah. you know, I mean, right. that was one of the great things about going to see you back then. Was right. that you could always count on hearing you play Hendrix. Yeah, I would do Foxy Lady. Yeah, 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 yeah good remember, songs. I, mean, I remember fun. seeing you at, at the Candlelight and places yeah. like that. Doing right. fun. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thank you. What? But you don't play left-handed. No, no, I'm amazed. <laughs> Did you ever try playing left-handed? I have. I've, I've picked the guitar up and turned it over like Albert King, where the strings are upside down, yeah. and uh, Otis Rush was like that, and yeah. Elizabeth Cotton was like that. Really? So her alternating thumb was her middle finger. I remember going to see her and thinking, maybe I should stand on my head so I can see what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I interviewed Albert King one time. Oh, goodness. I shook hands with him, and it was like shaking hands with a pillow. Muddy Waters is like that. Is too. that right? Yeah, big <laughs> velvet thing. Yeah. And, uh, how was Albert? Was he in a good mood? Uh, he had yelled at the drummer during the gig, yeah. but uh, it was he was fine. You yeah. know, he got it out. Yeah. And uh, that was when he was driving the bus. Yeah, he'd get out and repair it too. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot, like a lot of times he would uh, this time anyway he sent the band on in some other thing some other way to go to, to the next gig, and he drove the bus and he was by himself. <laughs> what is bathroom on? Told me this story about about um, uh, ha- being at a dinner with the Rolling Stones with for Queen Elizabeth. Oh, and yeah. he ate this big dinner, and all of a sudden let out a big belch, uh-huh. and they all applauded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I would yeah. like it to be true. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's true, right? right? Yeah, it's one of those things. One of those. Uh, Print the legend, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was an interesting guy, you yeah. know, in, in the way he played and everything. He was just yeah. so emotional. Everybody was influenced by him. Everybody yeah. was trying to play like them, but they couldn't yeah. because he played in the tuning. Ah. And he also bent farther than anybody. I mean, just yeah. bent all the way down like a yeah. fourth practically. It was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, There was all kinds of kings and, and, yeah. and Alberts around. That, there at were that, Albert that, Collins and yeah. King, Freddie yeah. King, Ed, you know, Earl King, yeah. of course. Yeah. Earl King. Yeah. Uh, so underrated, that guy. I love the way he played. He's yeah. just wonderful. He was in yeah. such a... Uh, he always felt like he was going to cry when he was singing. Yeah. I always liked that a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. And he had a lot to say. He did. He'd sing, sing, a sing. A lot to say, he, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, one of my favorite Dr. John albums is Desitively Bonnaroo. Oh, absolutely. That's always been my yeah, yeah. favorite. Yeah. You know, yeah. those two records he made with Toussaint yeah. were just brilliant. Absolutely. But that one yes. in particular, yeah. it just all came together for me. Yeah. 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 I listened to that over and over again. You know, there's times in my life where there's certain records you just listen to yep. all the time yep. and that, yep. I would think I was first year of college and I would come home and listen to that every day uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. you know for instance um, when I was 15 I think I was I would come home from school every day and there were three records I listened to over and over again <laughs> the immortal Jim, Jim, uh, the, excuse me the immortal Otis Redding yeah um, Memphis Swamp Jam, which is a compilation oh, of like yeah. Fred McDowell and everybody. Yeah, yeah. And Lick My Decals Off, baby. <laughs> Those three records. And I think that's why I play the way I do. It's pretty quirky. Yeah. Whoa is a me bop. Right. <laughs> Ohm drop a rebop. Right, the big oh, dig. <laughs> Come on down to the big dig. Everybody's doing it. Please don't let them ruin it. Did you ever see I B4? love you, big dummy. Yeah, yeah, I love you, big dummy. <laughs> I saw B4 one time. Did you? Yeah, I saw him at the Paramount Mall, which is the Schnitz. Yeah. Me and maybe a hundred people, <laughs> Jeez. and it was great. Yeah. And it was that tour, uh-huh. and it was also to this day the loudest concert I ever went to. Wow, it was so something. loud! Yeah, it was so loud, but <laughs> it was it was it was great. And they put on a show. And it was before it was great. Yeah. 
Did you know Zoot Horn Rollo when he was in, in, in Eugene? I talked to him they a did? number of times. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know him. He ran mm-hmm. a record store. Right. Yeah. Right. A record store that was like a uh, Sam Goody kind of record store, not like a hip <laughs> record store. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he had he didn't want to talk about beef art or anything like that. He no. was really closed mouth about it because those guys, like, went through some trauma, I think. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Then he wrote a book about it yeah. and opened yeah. up. And I only talked to him because uh, I was going to have him play on Heart Made of Steel. Oh, yeah. And we talked a few times, but yeah. I never talked yeah. to him about beef art or anything. I think he's still down there. Really? I think he's retired, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gives guitar lessons in golf. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the drummer, Drumbo, he uh-huh. wrote this book on beef art that's like the size of the Bible. Oh, my it's God. Un- and tiny wow. print. I mean, it's like <laughs> everything that ever happened, chronological and everything. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you, did you read it? I know I was gonna, but uh, it was at Powell's and it was really expensive. Yeah, and, and you was, didn't it, have a couple of years to spare. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I went back to maybe look at it. and It was gone. I don't, maybe they printed like fifty of them or something. Have but. you ever seen that book by Nick Tachis on Emmett Miller? I've never seen it. I've heard about it though. It is the yeah. greatest book I have ever read on the development of American music. Well, Emmett Miller is really unsung. Oh, and. In some ways, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote right or wrong. I mean, that's well, you know, and, we recorded uh, it first. That and yeah. you know, Blue Yodel is, you know, yeah. there's that, you know, that the controversy about who who did who did it first. Right. Was it Hammer? Was it Jimmy Rogers? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an interesting character, wasn't he? Well, he was blackface. Right. Yeah. Well, there's all that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and well, Jolson, right? Too. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy who probably the guy who 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 did more Emmett Miller tunes. Um, was Leon Redbone Bob Wills and Bob, well I mean after that I mean oh they, yeah they, yeah, they, yeah well Redbone yeah. had a shtick you know he yes, sang like all he those did. old kind of yes uh, pre Bing Crosby guys right you know you yes. probably saw him I, I, I he inspired me to to wear hats oh <laughs> I did an interview with him on the radio and he was in character I'm sure I, of course yeah uh, first of all I I, I go to the, I, I I go to the phone he was it was a phoner. Oh, and he, and I go, and now from his home out right outside of Philadelphia is Leon Redbone, and he goes, "Oh no, 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 I'm in Paris, France." <laughs> and then later on, he goes, "You know, a man's not dressed unless he's got a nice hat." Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw him the first time open for, excuse me, Buka White. Oh, and he was back, <laughs> he was backstage playing pool with his cane. <laughs> you know, he was a good guitar player, man. Sure. Really good guitar player. Oh, he had player. a great thing going. Yeah. You know? I mean, people sometimes don't get past the act, but he was a good musician. He is a good musician. Yeah. I think he retired. He retired, yeah. 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 Didn't like to fly. Yeah. Right. Like right. He got in a plane accident one time. And, is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's too bad. He but you know what's funny about him? Every once in a while, he'd show up on, like, um, Ralph Emery show drunk. <laughs> really? Yeah, and play. And, well, Ralph, <laughs> what I've been doing lately is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he sure was fun to talk to. I, oh, I bet uh, he really was. He really Man was. of mystery, like yeah. Well, I always heard that he was always in character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard that too. About halfway through the interview, he says, "Listen, uh, I have to hang up for a few minutes. I'll call you right back." I didn't know. I didn't know what what he was, had to do. Maybe he had to go to the bathroom right, or something. Right. But uh, he did. He called back. <laughs> well, he's a man of his word. I, mean, I thought maybe, okay, he's going to stiff me, right? Right, yeah. But he didn't. He didn't. Get... Well, it was, it was a national network, but still. Right. It's Leon right. Redbone. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of people thought he was Frank Zappa for a while because of his mustache, right? <laughs> uh, well, right. Did you ever meet Zappa? 
I hung out with him a couple times Did because you? of this guy Ramblin' Rex I played with was Zappa's best friend from high school, ah. and um, whenever he, you know, whenever I or Zappa's in the area, we'd go see him uh-huh. and hang out with them, and it was great because you got to see Frank relax with an old buddy. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't, you know, and he wasn't too guarded. Right. Well, you know, you probably met him. He looked right through you. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. talked about blues, Frank, and I mostly, Jesse Fuller uh-huh. to be in uh-huh. Sunboy Williamson. But Rex had a tape recording of him and Zappa playing pre-Mothers in some bar in Pomona or something, <laughs> Cucamonga or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. doing T-Bone Walker. And to this day, it's the closest I've ever heard anybody play T-Bone Walker. Wow. Zappa sounded just wow. like him. And he went on to do his own thing, but... People don't realize he really had a strong blues background that was influenced by the Los Angeles blues scene. Yeah. Johnny Guitar yeah. Watson. And yeah. Johnny Idol. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Otis, the mustache. And goatee yes. was the Johnny Otis Exactly. Thing. You know, L.A. had that, all those Texas guys went there. Uh-huh. You know, and uh-huh. all those yeah. Mississippi guys went to Chicago. Yeah. And it, it, there was a scene, big scene there, R&B scene. Yeah. He lived yeah. down the street from me when we were little kids. Oh, in Baltimore? Yes. Yeah, before he moved to yeah. Cucamonga, or yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. A, I did an interview with him um, uh, at his at his house in L.A. Oh, R- yeah. right after the, just around the time when L- Valley Girl hit. Oh <laughs> yeah. Now I went back and listened to Valley Girl a few years ago, and it's still hilarious. It is well, still so funny. That's the thing about Zappa is like you kind of all of a sudden he'd show up with a hit. <laughs> Kind of a hidden yeah. record. Don't yeah. Yellow, yellow don't snow, snow or, yes. or dancing yeah. fool. All of a sudden, and he said, and and, and you know, it, it, it was the record was a hit, and there, and he got, mm. he says to me, "Listen, you watch in the next six months, teenage girls all over the country are going to be talking like that." And I just yeah. sort of okay, and I just and he was right. Yeah, he was absolutely spot right on. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did happen, and he's usually whatever he said usually was right. He, he yeah. kind of knew how the business worked. It was, you know, I sat in his kitchen, and it was it was wonderful because his wife was there, and you know, big Italian lady. And, she was Jewish. Oh, okay. And he was Italian. Yeah, yeah. but they had that that ethnic East Coast kind of thing. Correct. They were kind of he, he he was really nice to me. When he I was know. nice to me too, and yeah. I was nobody. I was just, I was mm-hmm. just, you know, I was some a guy kid that played with Rex. Yeah, and he was really yeah. nice yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was just some guy he didn't know. He came out to do an interview, mm-hmm. you know. Well, he was. I think he was the kind of guy like um, if you knew what you were talking about, he respected yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. But if you yeah. you know start talking about gee Frank and Frank freaked me out and all this kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. Put, oh no, I get, you know, <laughs> look at his watch or something. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen. Thanks for coming in. This is, this is we could talk. We could sit here and bullshit like this all day. Yeah. We, <laughs> next time we should talk about our old buddy John Callahan. Oh yeah. 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 We both. I mean. Yeah. We, we both were very close to him. Yes. And you're the. I was getting ready to walk into a church type situation and play for a wedding, and my phone rang, and it oh. was you telling me he just died. Yeah. 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 I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. It was great. You did the album. I did the I did the music video for for, yeah. for uh, uh, Portland Girl. Yeah, that was a very cool video, and the, I love that record. I produced yeah. a lot of records, and I still listen to that one. And I'm amazed at the songwriting. And yeah. you know, one of the songs made it in the movie, Texas When You Go, oh, was yeah. played during the credits. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think we were talking earlier. We both enjoyed the movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a terrific movie. It was. It was. And yeah, if you didn't know yeah. who John was, it was really good. Yeah, you know? he yeah. didn't fidget. Around as much as John did in his chair. No, <laughs> no, probably good. Probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know. But 
And but I I know that John was good to you too. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was always it was always interesting spending time with John Callahan. It was he was funny and he it was really he funny. Call me late at night. We talked for hours just about yeah. anything. Yeah, he yeah. always seemed like he was glad to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. hi, Terry. How are you? Like, and I just seen him like an hour before. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah I had, uh, uh, he had that life. You know, he had a really interesting life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, he wasn't a guy who talked about his sobriety. Oh no, to death or anything. Not at it's all. Just something he did. Yeah. You know, yeah, I always, yeah. always re- really admired him on a number of levels. You know, there, there's like a whole other album. We did two right? albums worth of stuff. <clears throat> wow. Mixed and ready to go. Excuse me. His family's been talking to me about doing something with it. God, why didn't it come out during the, when the movie came out? Uh, you have to talk to his family. There was all kinds of yeah, I know. I, I was Hollywood in, I was, stuff. I was on. involved uh, to a very small degree. After he died, for getting that little park together. Oh, it's a nice little park. It's too. wonderful. Yeah. It's just wonderful. It really is. You just go in there, and you walk up that that yeah. um, that that line of cartoons, and you're laughing. Absolutely, you're just laughing. And, and, and I've seen them all a hundred times. Yes, and it's always like the They're first time. Still funny. Yeah. Yes, still yeah. funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Boy, I wish. God. People would love to hear the rest of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, whenever a movie comes out and stuff like that, there's always rights involved and who's going to do what and, and, yeah. and their families dealing yeah. with all that stuff. And I said, listen, whenever you're ready, you just let me know. I'll give you the hard drive Jeez. and we can take it from The world there. should hear that. Yeah. There's some pretty interesting stuff. I mean, like I said, he yeah. just re- – I mean, we were, you know, we recorded for months. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was in there for a couple of those yeah, sessions. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. Were, you were in there, yeah, with me a couple of times, yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> huh. viva la Jean, Jean Callahan. Absolutely. <laughs> long, long, long All right, man. Thanks time. for coming in for the first coffee shop conversation at Catfish Lose. Yes, and I hope you all come see me on Music Millennium on the 1st and at the Secret Society with the whole band on the 8th. And thank you very much, Tom, for having me. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. Hey, what song should we go out with from the album? Why don't you do It Might Get Sweaty? Okay. <laughs> <All right>. Thanks. <laughs> 